This is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. I'm glad you're here. So today we are going to talk about what I've heard. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to edit that out because life's not perfect. Today we're going to talk about what I refer to as soul food. And it's this idea of being intentional about what you need for yourself. And I have found that we're not great at it, to be honest. I've worked really hard to get good at it over the years, but it's not something that comes naturally to us badass women. And I have an amazing guest on today, Jen Petro, who is the owner of Drop Leaf, which is a marketing company who I love the way her website um, reads. It says equal parts strategy and heart, human to human marketing for the win. Jen likes to work with those companies that have a that are very passionate, mission-driven companies. And when we met for the first time, she shared with me that she has a yearly practice that she takes a retreat by herself to really look at what soul food does she need and to be intentional about it. And as you listen to this interview, that that's the thing I want you to to really pay attention to is how intentional this practice is and what kind of huge return on that investment there is available to you. So you may like reading things about um, self-care, which I have a little bit of a rant in there about self-care because I think the whole, you know, bath bombs and rosé crap is not really self-care. To me, that's more I'm escaping the reality of my life with some booze and a bath. Um, <laughs> not that I haven't done it. I'm not judgy about it. I'm just saying that it's not really soul food. It's not healing a lot of times. It's just escaping. And so Jen has a very different take on this that I think you're gonna love. And there are two things coming up at the end of the episode that you're going to stay tuned for. One's a freebie and one's a really cool offer. If you have any uh, intention or interest in starting your own business, uh, Jen has a really super duper cool 12-week class that she does. And she's going to offer y'all a pretty significant discount. But there's also a really cool freebie. Stay tuned to the end. Hey, Jen, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Super good, especially since you're here. Yay. And, and you know what's fun about this? I have Jen Petro with me today, and we'll introduce her in all kinds of ways. But I was just getting ready to say one of my favorite people, and I've only known you for like 12 days. A hot second. <laughs> We've only been in each other's presence like two hours total, it maybe. Does not feel like that, though. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Before we even get to the topic today, I think that's an important thing to say out loud to people because sometimes when I'm with clients and I'm talking about women and relationships and, and things, they'll say to me, I don't know, it takes a while for me to trust women. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, those might not be the right women. That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> because I've only met you once in person and uh, you're in my closet already. Like there's total <laughs> <Literally. laughs> trust here. You're in the podcast closet. I love it. I'm eyeing a jacket over there that I would love. Well, we'll have to talk about some swaps <laughs> before you go. So the real reason we came to talk today is, well, anything we want to talk about. This is my damn podcast. Love it. So when we met, you shared with me that you have a practice that you do as a part of your life because you're busy. You've got kids, young kids. You run your own marketing business. Your life is super full. And you've adopted a practice that I also love that I want to talk about today. Tell us about your private retreats. I get so excited talking about these and it makes me want to go on one right now. So I started a few years ago taking personal retreats. And just to clarify, I mean solo personal retreats, because I think often people hear that phrase and they think group retreats. Yeah, I know there are some great kind of corporate retreats out there, but I mean, going away somewhere by myself doesn't have to be far away. Now, let's pause. Yes. By your alone. Yes. Because half of our audience just went, oh, that sounds amazing. And half of them went, are you crazy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's key. That's so key. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started three years ago. I'm planning my fourth one right now. And I will never look back. I think it's one of those, you know, there are so many things in life that until you do it, you don't realize how much you needed it. I wish I would have started 10 years ago. Um, I it felt I like... I just said that to yeah. the Badass Women's Council group mm-hmm. that, that we meet once a month. I said to them, we didn't know how much we needed each other. Yep until we had each other for this last 18 months. Exactly. And now there's no way you can take them away from me. Exactly. I will fight you for them. Oh, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete non-negotiable in my life right now. So, okay. So that's a key point though. You didn't know you needed it. Now you wouldn't give it up. So Mm -hmm. what was the catalyst that had you take the first one? I would say crisis, actually. Which <laughs> why as women does but it don't always wait to, yes. end up being? Well, I was in a place of great pain and crisis, and yeah. so I decided to change my behavior. I always encourage women: <laughs> don't wait, do not wait until you're going to have a total breakdown to go on a retreat. Um, but no, I had read for years in you know leadership books and productivity books and things the power of going on a personal retreat, and so I knew. It the was concept wasn't yeah, new. I knew that it was. You didn't that, run. You didn't literally run away right. from home where people no, couldn't find you. No. Like you knew you were going on a retreat. I thought of that though. No, I yeah. did that actually. <laughs> you did. That's a different podcast. When I was uh, eighteen, I ran away from home. Okay, we'll talk about that, that later. Story later. Keep going. Um, yeah, and so I had, you know, it was on my radar, but I think deep down I felt like that sounds amazing, and clearly it's helping these CEOs and leaders um, flourish, but that's not for me. I have three little kids. Uh, I don't have the budget to do this kind of thing. And so I think I had ruled it out. I'll wait until my kids are older. I'll wait until my kids are out of the house. How many times do we say that, right? Okay, so every Uh, keynote I do, every coaching client I have, every engagement, I always end up saying these words. The biggest lie that we tell ourselves mm -hmm. is when I get caught up, I'm gonna. And then all the things that in your mind you fill in the blank with are the things you should be doing. Yes. It's right. a lie in a trap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think I had ruled it out and sort of forgotten about it, um, but went into a season of life that was just heavy. My husband was in the middle of a medical crisis. We had three little kids. We have one kiddo with a life-threatening medical condition. 
I was the sole breadwinner. I mean, it was just crazy. Pants. Any one of those could send right? any of us over the I know, edge. Yeah, exactly. The combo pack is right. Daunting. And so I don't remember the exact moment. I wish I had a great moment story, but I mean, just being in that season, I realized I have to get away. I have to. It, it was. I just knew that I needed to. It was a lifeline. It was going to be a mm-hmm. lifeline, and I needed some time to think clearly because you can't think clearly in the middle of chaos. Right. You can't dig deep on stuff. It's really hard to reflect and plan and dream and relax. Oh. Well, <laughs> so and, yeah. And in the middle of all that, as mm-hmm. badass, high achieving women, mm-hmm. we care deeply about all of those things in our lives, right. Right? right? And for you to recognize that this was going to be how you were going to take care of all of that better by right. disconnecting right. is counterintuitive, but the most important thing ever. Right. Because I can think of a million times in my life, and I know all the folks that I work with, we white knuckle it through things mm-hmm. and we think we're sticking with it when we're making it worse. Absolutely. Because what we need is a break. Absolutely. And I knew that if I went underwater, I knew that if I lost it and unraveled, that I wasn't going to be able to help anybody. Right. And right. I needed to be there for my entire family at that time specifically. And so I just knew, I knew in my gut that it was something that was going to be helpful and and critical, not just like a luxury. Because I think so often as women, we look at these things as indulgent. Oh, yeah. Let's just luxury. talk about quote. Other... I'm doing air quotes right now on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, quote is. unquote self care. Oh, if don't get one me more person calls yes. that bath bombs and rose, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna poke somebody in the eye with a fork. Yeah, yeah. Like number one, I hate rose. There's something bad about that. That just makes me feel stabby. <laughs> and I hate but, bath bombs. So okay, there we go. <laughs> But self-care is not about indulgence. No. We have a twisted... I'm working with a client right now. She's fantastic. And she talks a lot about how twisted our view of self-care is. And she talks specifically about how we think of things like mani-pedis and massages and Starbucks and dining out, which are all great things. I love all those things. Yeah. So I'm not knocking any of those things. But if you look at the return on investment on that kind of self-care and the amount of money you're spending on it, you know, you look at a retreat and... You spend a couple hundred, I mean, you can do it big, you can do it small. And I talk a lot about how you got to start where you can with what you have. And we can talk about that if you want. But, um, you know, you don't have to spend a million dollars and the amount of money you spend doing those other quote unquote self-care things. And what's the return? They feel great in the moment. And I don't, and there have been times in my past where a girlfriend will have invited me for a mani-pedi day and what she really wanted to do was sit beside me in the chair while I was trying to relax and bitch about her husband. I'm (laughs) like, this is not relaxing for me. Like, no. So (laughs) if you show up for indulgent activities with the same head trash. Yes, love that. Then that's, that's, that's not gonna, that's not gonna cut it. And what's the long-term gain? Right. And how are you really filling your soul here? Right. So, yeah. Well, and you had a, a, I don't know if you realized a bullet point ish list of the reasons you were doing it. So rest was the last one on when you yeah. said it just stream of consciousness. Mm. Rest was the last one that you mentioned. The first mm-hmm. two, I don't remember the first one. The second one was dreaming. And like, do you remember mm-hmm. now if you go back and think about no. why you did in that funny? I wish I, I would have captured don't, it. Which is so funny that I said rest last because when I structure my retreats, rest is the first thing. It's the first thing on my list. Yeah. So it's interesting. But and there's, I'm going to go there because yeah. I we've talked about this in our last meeting. It's the first thing yeah. that you really want, but it's really the hardest to get yeah. when you get there. But let's, yeah. we'll come back to yep. that. So yep. when you're thinking about, let's say somebody is listening right now and thinking, oh, I might want to do that. Mm-hmm. And you, you were very careful to say, you know, 
meet yourself where you are yeah. in terms of budget, time, all sure. of that. So it's really not about where you go, how mm-hmm. long you go, or how much you spend. Right. And I I love this approach because everything that I write about and care about is being intentional. Yeah. So the intent of a, re- a personal retreat, a private retreat, is rest, rejuvenation. It is the what self-care was supposed to mean. It's being with yourself long enough to study your thoughts, to study Mm -hmm. your current behaviors and ask yourself what needs maybe to change, right? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the process, especially the first one. Tell us through that story. The first retreat that I did? Yes. Oh, so like I said, you do have to start where you can with what you have. And so I don't want the women to ever just say, like, I can't do this. Even if that means taking three hours and going to a coffee shop alone and getting a sitter or taking a nursing baby away overnight with you, whatever yeah. you you have to do. And there are ways to do it really budget consciously. But I, yeah, I, I couldn't go very far away the first time. I needed to be close to home. I couldn't spend very much money, and um, but I needed to do it. So I went to a local bed and breakfast that literally I could walk to from my house. Literally, I could have walked. Oh, we didn't talk about I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, okay, so you're not disconnected so much that if yeah. there was an emergency yep. because you had a lot of health issues yes. and things going on. I needed to be close. You could get home if mm-hmm. you needed to. I could run home. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Yeah, so, but it felt like another world. I had never been to this place. It was beautiful, um, you know, and I was alone. And so it felt like I was far I away, that. but I was five minutes from home. That's brilliant. But I'm sure there was a conversation at home that said, yeah. here are the only reasons That's right. to call. So what that's right. So what was that when you said, hey, I'm going to take this retreat? Yeah. Because that's the other thing I hear from from women mm-hmm. is even if they want to go with girlfriends uh, to something for, for work or whatever, they say, you know what? Yeah. I have a lot that I've got to just check in with others, mm-hmm. whether it's budget or time away mm-hmm. or whatever. So what was that conversation like when you said, hey, I think I need to get away? Yeah, with my husband, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah. I mean, he was super supportive. And I think once he heard specifically what I wanted to get out of it, because I do think you have to go into it very intentionally. And, and it's going to look a little different from for everyone, depending on what you really need in that season. There are some best practices, and I think there are components that make a great retreat. But you really do have to go into it thinking, what do I really need? What does my soul really need right mm-hmm. now? And so I think when Paul saw the intention behind it, and I really showed him, like, here are the things I'm going to be working on. Here are the questions I'm working through. Here's the Whatever, you know, just really laid some things out for him so that it didn't just seem like, oh, I just need to go sleep in a hotel down the road, which actually was part of what I needed. Yes. yes. (laughs) But I think once he saw the thought that was being put into it and that it was equal parts strategic as restful, then I think he made more sense to him. So I'm kind of tearing right now because I am I'm writing uh, right now about soul food Mm -hmm. and you just spoke exactly yeah. to what I'm I'm trying to articulate and what I'm writing about is yeah. we are high achieving strategic women. Mm-hmm. However, we don't often enough mm-hmm. use those strategic powers and turn them on ourselves yeah. to say, what do I need Absolutely. right now? Absolutely. So I'm like weepy yeah. as you say I this it. because it's so, so true. important. Yeah. And I, there's so, so many people that are yeah. just craving it and don't yeah. know how to ask for it and don't know mm-hmm. how to just turn all of those special powers that we have yeah. inward. Yeah. There is a phenomenal little book called Gift from the Sea by Anne Morrow Lindbergh. Mm. Have you heard of that? No. So Charles Lindbergh, the aviator back oh, in the day, yeah. it was his wife. And it's a beautiful little book. And 
in it, she talks, she goes away to the sea by herself on a regular basis. She would take these little solo. She lived on this tiny little like cottage on the beach by herself um, for months at a time. And mm. she would talk about how women have to have solitude to find the true essence of who they are, to really get to the core of who they are. And she talks a ton in that book about, it's very poetic. It's a beautiful oh, book, but it's beautiful. so true. It, it speaks to exactly what you were just saying. So you have to read it. And how often do we feel like we can do mm-hmm. that? And, and that's a trap too. And yeah. it's, a, it's, it's one that I believe wholeheartedly from personal experience and, and the clients that, that I work with, that we've, we've trapped ourselves there. Mm-hmm. It's not even where someone else has said you can't have time alone. Right. We have trapped ourselves there by thinking that we are the center of controlling all of our universe. Right. We do not control our universe. Mm-hmm. In fact, that perspective in and of itself is what's hurtful not only to ourselves but to others. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't let the others in our lives step up and use all of their gifts and talents, mm-hmm. we've just robbed them. But we don't see it that way. That's right. We see it as love and let me help you. And it's not malicious intent, but it's it's kind of this dysfunctional, I, yeah. I call it the hairball that we got to yeah, kind of so true. pull apart and understand that if we feed our own souls that's in right. those quiet places, we're, we show up so much better. Right. And there's so many analogies that are, you know, they feel a little cliche. We hear them so often about the picture. It has to be full so that you can overflow. And yes. the reason there's so many cliches out there is because it's so true. Because it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Somebody said that about tribes to me the other day. Yeah. She said, um, I'm so tired of wor- the word tribes, but you can't argue with it because it's important. So I <laughs> guess I'm just going to keep going with it. Exactly. But it's true that yeah. those there's cliches because it's we there's need it reason. and it's accurate. <laughs> so you had the conversation. You knew what you were going yeah. for. You you show up at your bed and breakfast. Yep. So tell us the rest of the story. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd never done it before. So there was a little bit of just feeling, I don't want to say nervous because you're alone, but just this is weird. You know, mm-hmm. what does this look like? And there's also that part of, oh, my word, this is amazing. Like I literally laid out on the bed like a dead fish and just like, <laughs> this is gorgeous. And so there was definitely The bed that. that someone else had made yes. before you got there. <laughs> yes. Yes. It smelled it really was, good. It was amazing. <laughs> and so, but I, I think I shared with you when we met the first time that- the first 24 hours, and I did two days, and I think two days is actually a great, two to three days, I think is an ideal amount of time. But I call the first 24 hours like the chill the F out time. Like literally, it took me almost 24 hours, which I did not expect this, to just chill out and relax mm-hmm. and and not feel like completely wound. I didn't realize how wound I was mm-hmm. and how on edge and just high alert, you know. And I think part of that comes from being in crisis. We were in hard situations. But also, I think day-to-day life does that to you. I don't care whether you're going through crisis well, or not. Well, and crisis yeah. is a relative term. Absolutely. So yours was from all, anybody would look at that, say, yes, yeah. crisis. But we right. create our own crises that aren't really right. so much. Like right. the, you know, there's not enough poster board for the science fair project and yeah. it's 9 p.m. Is it really a crisis? <laughs> but we still have our shoulders up in our ears yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to describe yeah. it. And so, yeah, it just, and I think, too, being so used to being constantly barraged by other people, by sweet little people mm-hmm. of mine um, and the social media and no- just the noise, right, that we have around us constantly, that being in a quiet space feels freaking weird yeah and so I think it took quite a bit of time just to be able to feel comfortable in my own skin and comfortable with the silence and with not being on my phone and 
I did have my phone handy, so it wasn't like I didn't take any mm-hmm. technology, but I was definitely. But you didn't go there to scroll on Facebook no. for the first 24 right. hours. Exactly. That's a key point. Very Because key that's point. a habit. I mean, right. it's a habit I have. Absolutely. You know, I travel a lot. First thing I do, you yeah. know, when I sit down in the airport by myself is not reflect yes. on things. I find myself scrolling. Yeah. I'm like, okay, stop. You yeah. have a minute to yourself. And you know what's interesting now that you say that? The first retreat was very hard for me to not be on my phone uh, and scrolling things and just those habits you're talking about. But this last one that I just took uh, in the end of November and early December of this past year it was fascinating because I stayed I stayed in Airbnb and the woman right next door who owns it said, hey, I've got the hotspot anytime you need it. I said, awesome. I'll be over at least once or twice probably to get the hotspot. And I never went over and got it. I had no Good desire. Job. It wasn't even a desire. It was like I got lost in all the other things I was doing. I was so thrilled with that. <laughs> and, here, and, and this is, okay, I'm going to give some nerdy neuroscience Ooh, because I've it. spent a ton of time studying the brain and why we do what we do, because it all starts there, right? In our mindset, Mm -hmm. in our thoughts. You have rewired Mm -hmm. those neuropathways of habit. So the back Mm -hmm. part of our brain is where our habits lie, where we don't have to remember. Nobody has to tell us to brush our teeth, Mm -hmm. unless you're my 21-year-old son. He might need to be told (laughs) stuff. But you just have those habits, those things you do on autopilot. And in that front part of your brain is that prefrontal cortex, where we we make decisions, strategically Mm -hmm. plan. And it's taxing to be in that prefrontal yeah. cortex. It's it's harder. And so you've paid the price mm-hmm. to realize that the reward of not scrolling and checking is so valuable by making right. that hard choice. Because the first year it was hard not to do it, yeah, wasn't for sure. it? For sure. And now you realize that the benefit is so great that now it's just a habit that you go, you know what? I don't mm-hmm. need to do that. Like yeah. you can rewire your brain. You should yeah. rewire your brain because we've yeah. all got habits that aren't serving us well. Absolutely. So you're you're enjoying the benefit of Absolutely. that hard work on the first one. Absolutely. And even if you, from what you're saying, I'm thinking, sitting here thinking the retreat itself is now a habit because I've seen the benefits and I've seen, so I crave just like the habit loop formation, right? Like I have got that reward. I know the reward of doing one. So I love that. Yeah. So after you rested, and you know, when we talked about this, it brought up a memory Mm -hmm. of mine. I have this desire. There's a place in California where you can go spend mm. uh, a week with monks in silence, which people who know me well, well, I'm, I have a podcast for crying out loud. I like to talk. <laughs> they look at me like, I can't imagine that you would. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I absolutely, I will do that someday. Yeah. But what the research says is that when people get there, they sleep for Mm -hmm. almost 24 hours straight. Mm -hmm. And exactly what you said, that they're not anticipating that that's going to be the response. So after your body kind of reset a little bit Mm -hmm. and you got some rest and you're 24 hours in, then what's it like? Then what's on your strategic plan? Yeah. So usually after the rest kind of phase, it sounds formal, but I guess it's really not. Once I feel like I've rested in such a way that I can do some other things. And that could be different every year, right? It took less time the second See, because I'm already saying to myself, okay, yeah. so on your agenda, <laughs> I love what agendas. Time did Don't the get rest me wrong. phase Don't end? get me wrong. I love agendas. <laughs> what time did you begin the strategic yes, planning phase? I know. That's part of what we yeah. are letting go of, right? Yeah. So once your body felt like, Yeah, and I think okay. you know. I mean, I think you know. And I think often you go into that initial period not knowing uh, what you need to get out of that, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, for example, this very past one, as I was doing the rest part of it, right, and just relaxing and trying to just get recentered, I realized through part of that of just being still, and that could be different for everyone. That could be prayer, meditation, whatever that looks like. But I was 
encourage people to incorporate things like that. But you part bet. of mine was grief. I have a friend who's been diagnosed with something terrible, and I didn't even realize how much oh. I needed to process that. It wasn't like on my agenda at all mm-hmm. uh, to spend time grieving, but that just naturally came out of that first 24 hours this last time. And that prayer meditation yeah. part, don't leave that out. Exactly. All you, you at home know. who are making right. taking notes on this thing. That's because right. when we're talking about rewiring our brains yeah. for better habits, it doesn't happen always by yeah. Oh, very rarely does it happen by just replacing one activity with another frenetic right. activity. Right. The key is to the silence still. and the stillness mm-hmm. and the the peace that that mm-hmm. brings. So then, the, then it what you need will surface. Yeah, absolutely, that's huge. Absolutely. So I always encourage people to kind of listen, be still, and listen yeah. for what needs, what your body needs, what your soul needs, what. You know, if you're a God believer, you know what God has to say yeah. to you and that sort of thing. So anyway, just I wanted to share that because I think that's an important part of the rest part. Really but important. After that, I'm really moving into reflection. So that's where I look back at the year prior. I try to do these like at the end of a year and moving into a new year. And so looking back, what were the highs and lows? Mm. I had never taken time ever. It sounds so novel, but it's such an easy thing to do to really sit down and be thoughtful about what were the high points of the year prior and what were the low points mm-hmm. and why? Why were they highs and lows? And I think we're just so busy going through life. Who has time to do that, right? And the and why yeah. is key too, yeah. because it's what's what was the purpose yeah. behind it? Even the low points, what mm-hmm. am I supposed to be learning from that? Yes. And the high points, what's the intent and purpose? How can I get more yes, of that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think often we have skewed views of, I don't know, reality or how life was. Because I remember going into this last retreat being a little disappointed with some things in Mm -hmm. 2018. And, um, you know, I wanted to do more or achieve more or whatever it was. There were certain areas where I was like, man, I thought I would be further along in that. And as I did that high-low exercise, and I I literally went through my calendar because I had not been journaling consistently or anything, which I think would be great to be able to go back to journals and look look at that. But I literally looked at my calendar. Oh, and and I want to come back to (laughs) the journal thing, too, because that's key. That is key. But and we don't forget. Yeah. We, I'm sorry, we do forget. Yes. Sometimes I can't remember what I did yesterday. Right. Right. So you went back through your account to remind yourself of the highs and lows. I did. And I made a list, right? And after I looked at that list, I was like, I kicked ass last year. Seriously. <laughs> like what why in the world was I beating myself up? And not just I kissed. I was being funny. I didn't just kick ass, but really amazing things happened. Yeah. You know, amazing things happened. Not but we bury those efforts. under busy yes. and under some of the bad yeah. stuff. And we forget to r- raise them back up and be like, check that Completely out. Completely changed how I felt about last year. Like I literally, <sighs> it was like it was not even the same year I was thinking about. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's that's it critical. Was yeah, it was Oh my, powerful. and that's when I, I call it soul food. Yeah. That's why we do this yeah. is to remind ourselves that we're far more badass right. than we Right. sometimes give ourselves credit I mean, for. I found it hilarious how much it changed. I was like, what <laughs> in the world was I thinking? So anyway. <laughs> so highs and lows. Yes. So just reflecting. And so there are some questions that I kind of posed. And, and I went into this. I did go into this with a nerdy agenda. I am fully nerdy that way. So I had a list of questions that I wanted to work through. And so um, a lot of those were reflection-based, like I mentioned earlier. Well, know. everything we talk about here is reflection right. and connection. So love it. Yeah. Keep, keep so that out. I love what it. What relationships went well? What relationships were strained? What, you know, just that kind of, what what overall, what areas of my life am I feeling um, uncomfortable or discontent or, you know, all kinds of stuff. So you, you went through your calendar yeah. to remind you of events because yeah. that's typically what's in our calendar. But you yeah. also went to the place of relationships, yeah. which are going well, which aren't. Yeah. That's key Huge. because our life is really just a, a combination of relationships yep. that manifest into events. Yeah. 
but we're with people doing things. Yep. And when our relationships aren't going well, it's hard to enjoy other parts of our yeah. lives. Yeah. Absolutely. So relationships, events, uh, yeah. work highs and lows. Yep. All that good stuff. And just really ponder, like taking, that sounds nerdy, but taking time to ponder stuff, which is a luxury. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yes. Um, so that was really great. And then I feel like I also, so it's part reflection and part, I don't know if rediscovery is the right word, but I like the R thing I've got going here. So I'll just keep I going I do with too. It. So um, <laughs> the marketing nerd in yes, you is really coming out of alliteration. <laughs> so thinking about really big picture questions like, how do I fit into the world right now? Mm-hmm. And in what ways am I contributing? In what ways am I wishing I was contributing? Um, where are some opportunities for growth? And just mm-hmm. all kinds of questions. And again, I went into it with a list. I would never recommend just going into it going, just sit and ponder just some ponder. questions, right? It's nice to have some structure mm-hmm. and it's going to make your time more efficient. And so, and this key. is a good place to pause and say, because this has been so yeah. valuable for you, you're creating a yeah. little bit of a retreat in a box yeah, kind of thing for kit. people. Yeah. Toolkit. Yeah. It should be on the website by the time that. This is out there. But yeah, absolutely. Because I did tons of research this past year in particular for my retreat, really wanting to just, you know, make the best use of my time. Mm-hmm. And there was very few. I did not find many helpful resources, especially geared around women taking solo retreats. Mm-hmm. There's lots of corporate retreat materials out there and ideas for how to structure that. But um, but yeah, I'm putting together like an agenda, sample agenda and a packing list. Like, what should oh, you take? It's beautiful yeah, because we're so busy. If yeah. somebody hands me that, yeah. I'm much more apt to go do it because yeah. I don't have to go through the process yes. of figuring out what it yes. is. And the reflection questions, I'll share stuff like that because I think that is so key to go into it armed with those things mm-hmm. so that, yeah, so that you aren't just spinning your wheels. Because yeah. I think it's easy and I think that's intimidating. At least it would be for me yeah, right. to go in there going, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's what we do as, as high-performing, badass women. Am I doing it right? Right. Am I doing it wrong? Yes. There really is no right or wrong. And I, I say that because I think people do. That is a fear. It is. For women in particular. And I think also looking at what season of life. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a corporate executive. You're going to need different things out of your retreat. So you have to take that into yeah. consideration. No, sure. it, <laughs> we joke about it sitting here, but in our quiet yeah. places, what spins in our head is all of that. Yeah. My podcast was six to nine months late in launching because mm. I wanted to do it right. Sure. And then Jen Eads, who we love, who yeah. helped me through that process, yeah. Brassy Broad, Jen Eads, she <laughs> reminded me, uh, yeah. this is your podcast, right Right and wrong, you get to define. No and I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, how That's wonderful. Is-? And, and yeah. the same is true with our lives. Yeah. With that retreat, with how we want to show up yeah. as a business owner or a, a mom or yeah. whatever, you mm-hmm. said to yourself, where do I fit in the world? Yeah. I think that's important too, because we are so good at going through our task list and our calendar mm-hmm. and our strategic plan and tweaking and adjusting. But you you blew it out bigger and mm-hmm. said, you know what? This isn't about, can I get more done yeah. on my task list next week? In yep. fact, I tell my clients when I'm coaching, I'd love for you to do less better. Yeah, I love you know, that. You went and said, where do I fit in the world? Yeah. Well, I think so many of us have lost our way or mm-hmm. maybe we never really knew who we were. And I think when you add kids into the mix and marriage and busy jobs or whatever your life circumstance All is, I think it's really easy to one day look in the mirror and go, who the freak am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. why? what's my purpose? You know what people and, say yeah. to me when we're, we're coaching, they say, this can't be all there is. Yeah. Yeah. Where you've worked really hard and you're, you, you may be making a lot of money. That's right. You may live in a great house. Your kids are 
pretty mm-hmm. well functioning. You've got a kind of a cool husband if that's what you wanted. <laughs> but you still think this yeah. can't be it. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. So through that process, how did that help you answer that or mm-hmm. feel differently about that? What was the outcome? Yeah, I mean, I would say that this past retreat in particular, it was more of an affirmation as opposed to an exploration, which I think I've been in both seasons. Oh, wait, say that again. It was more of an affirmation for me this past year than an exploration. So you started out in the first few exploring you and where you fit. Definitely. And now you've moved into the affirmation. uh, You feel good about where you are. Yeah. And and not that I've arrived and I'm at this spot of perfection. And it didn't all come out of those other personal retreats. Part of it is just the journey I've been on. So being part of a mastermind and all these other sort of things that I'm doing as well. But um, this past year, I felt like a lot of it was just let's look at this path I've put myself on and and is it is it really what I'm supposed to be focusing on right now? Mm-hmm. Do I have my priorities in line with where they should be? And I, I walked away feeling really affirmed about that, which was awesome. That but I awesome. needed that affirmation because I think I even went into it going, gosh, am I really, you know, because mm-hmm. we do that, right? You're right. second guessing yourself all the time. And so I do feel like it wasn't as much an epiphany in that way this year um, as it was just really solid affirmation. So this is big. Mm-hmm. Because in the last four years, you haven't made dramatic shifts in career, lifestyle. The thing that has changed significantly mm-hmm. is how you feel about the things that you were and are doing. I would say that's very true. I definitely have shifted some things, but you're you're absolutely right. There was no major um, pivot point in mm-hmm. terms of career, which for some people, that definitely comes out of retreats. Um, but yeah, absolutely. But for a lot of people listening, a lot of yeah. I want I want that message to be loud and clear. Mm-hmm. This isn't always about I'm going to yes. quit my job and move yes. to Tahiti, and my best friend's <laughs> going to braid my hair on the beach. That sounds great, though. It does kind of <laughs> sound great. But we get so wrapped around the axle sometimes that we think that's the only way out. Yeah. And because that feels too disruptive, and we kind of right. like our kids or whatever, so we're not going to run away. <laughs> You have just set the example and the perfect message that Mm -hmm. I want people to hear that you don't always have to change big parts of your life. You have to change how you see your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I people say, like, who should go on a retreat? And I think, I mean, the answer is everyone. Um, But it's the question, I think, is do you want to be a better version of you? Mm. And that could be a happier mom or a less anxious person or... Whatever that might be, but I have the desire to always be a better version of myself. And so I think that is key. That's Mm -hmm. what comes out of this for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's intentional. Right. Yeah. I I find that people want me to give them, especially because they know I've taught productivity for years Mm -hmm. and and all of those, you know, checklist and calendar kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. And they want me to give them the list. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I don't want you to feel like a robot that has to do the same thing every single week. I just want you to listen to your own heart and soul and mm-hmm. be intentional. Yeah. So huge. if if you want to be eating healthy, you don't necessarily have to go download the latest diet plan. Mm-hmm. You just have to listen to your body and say, oh, okay, what do I need today? Yeah. And, and if I am reaching for the chips, why am I reaching for the chips? Because yeah. sometimes chips are soul food to me. Right. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's yeah. the chips that I need. Mm-hmm. Just know why you're doing yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Know why you're screaming at the so kids. True. Because the chances are it had nothing to do with the kids. It's probably the meeting yeah. you had at 2 o'clock that you brought into the conversation That's with right. your kids. Like, That's just... Right. 
be a little more intentional about your choices of mood and yeah. behavior and language. Mm-hmm. So often I find we turn our words on ourselves in ways that are just yeah. aren't at all yeah. healthy. That's probably a whole different podcast. So true. And it's just, life just keeps going. And I think how often do we look back and go, oh my gosh, that happened six years ago. I felt like that was yesterday or whatever. Like life just moves. And I think if you don't get intentional, it's crazy. The lost opportunity, like, you know, yeah. just... It, life just slips by. And all of a sudden we look back one day and go, how in the world did I get here? And, and I think that's a great place to circle back mm-hmm. on on calendars and journals and the mm-hmm. way that we record our stories. The blessing and curse of Facebook memories, mm-hmm. who hasn't gone through those on this day memories, yeah. right? And it's that realization of, oh my gosh, 10 years, look, 10 years has gone by. Right. Or it's a it's a hurtful moment that you don't really want to remember mm-hmm. from a few years ago, but it still to me is a healthy way to look back on our lives, to celebrate the things that are going really well and to yeah. ask ourselves, how do I not get into that situation again? And I mentioned journals. So when I was in a really tough spot in my life, trying to figure out what my next steps were, actually God set me down with two months of pneumonia to be able mm-hmm. to have the reflection time. So I encourage people to take yeah. retreats rather than waiting for the two months yes. of pneumonia, yes, ma'am. which became my <laughs> retreat. Yeah. And I know that sounds crazy, no. but as Brene Brown talked about her spiritual awakening in, in her early um, TED Talks and, and books, this was my spiritual awakening. And one of the things I did once I was confident I was going to live because the first month was pretty rough. Mm. I sat down and forced myself to read through years worth of my journals. Mm -hmm. And it was so eye-opening, the good and the challenges. And so it was no longer just about what I was feeling in that moment that felt painful. I could look back over years and see the same pain kept showing up Mm -hmm. again and again. Mm -hmm. And then it forced me to say, are you going to live that next year too, yeah. or are you going to do something about it? Yeah, that's huge. So whatever way you chronicle your life, whether it's you go back through your calendar and yeah. you look at events, or you read through your journal, or you just look at a photo album, mm-hmm. or click through your, your of course, photo album. How old are you, Rebecca? Like, <laughs> who does that anymore, right? Your your iPhotos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just flip back through just yeah. to remember great things about yeah, your life. absolutely. And the challenges. And the challenges, absolutely. And then be intentional about... Okay, so now what? That's right. Now what am I going to do? That's right. And I love what you said earlier about making these little decisions of intention. And I think they just, they're so cumulative and they add up like crazy and daily little choices to move closer to who you want to be, which I think if you don't take a retreat, it's really hard to know those things. Um, They add up. They're powerful. My very first mission statement was 1997, I think. And Mm -hmm. the first line says, life is about choices. Love it. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I've been reading nerdy books by Der- Dr. Caroline Leaf, right? Oh, I read. I, oh, my gosh. Neuroplasticity, all these <gasps> things you nerd out about. Oh, yay. Yeah. And it's so amazing to think about how our thoughts actually change our brain. Like they actually change the structure, physical structure Absolutely. of our brain. So I love that. Okay. Who stuff. is this wonderful woman Dr. you say? Caroline again? Leaf. Look Caroline her up, girl. Leaf. Okay. I'm on it. I love it. That's probably a good place for us to end today, although I could keep doing this for <laughs> hours and hours. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And I also want to note, and I'll, I'll put this in the show notes and all that fun stuff, but you have an amazing company called Dropleaf where you do marketing, not just marketing, but you are, you love to work with clients that have a, a, a passionate mission. Say, say something about that really quickly. Yeah, just I love working with companies that are passion-driven. They're passion in it for driven. more than just making a buck. Yeah. Yeah, helping them grow and thrive and serve their audiences. 
Excellent. Love it. And you also have a course that you've yeah. created for people that want to launch into their own business. Yeah, a 12... specifically women. Yeah. Ooh, what's it called? Yep. It's a 12-week business building program just for women. So it's on the same website. It's all part of Drop Belief Communications, but I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Well, I'm going to put all that in the show notes and make sure that people can get to you because you are fabulous. And oh, I am so glad that you were here you. today. You're a delight. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm not coming down. Okay, so who's ready to take a retreat? Here's the deal. If you do decide to take a retreat based on this episode, Will you give me a shout and let me have you on as a guest to talk about your experience so we can follow up and see if it made a difference? I would love to hear about it. So your reflection questions for today, the first one is, when is the last time you were just quiet and honest with yourself about what you need? Your second reflection question is, What is holding you back from taking that kind of time? What mindset, what beliefs do you need to change to allow yourself to create the space that you need to get some soul food? Okay, so here's your offer. So Jen has created a really cool download on how to take a personal retreat for yourself. And you can go to her website, dropleaf.co, and I will have that in the show notes. And there you can drop in your email address and it will be a download for you. And it is rich. I told her she's crazy. She she should have charged for it because it's really, really good. So go in there and grab that and go take a retreat and then contact me and get on the podcast and tell us how it went. How fun will that be? So the other thing that Jen has offered, she's so generous and wonderful and fabulous, She has a 12-week course called 12-Week Business Build for Women. So if you go to her website or when you go to her website, you can look at the Academy tab and it tells you all about the course. It's all online and it's, again, really, really rich. And she's offering $97 off of that course if you use the code badass. So if you're thinking about starting a business or you've just started a business and you just want some extra support, uh, she's she's great and so, so abundant. So 97 bucks off code badass. Thanks so much for being here today. Until next time. I'm not coming down. I never left it on the ground. I'm not coming down.